everything what your podcast about what you should do after an accident okay go ahead what what should a this is about truck drivers obviously of course yes so what should a trucker do after he has an accident okay well first of all this information that i gathered is from a lawyer so He's the one that would represent you, and he's telling you from the from right, right from the get go. This is what you need to consider. This is the lawyer's advice. This is the lawyer speaking. Yes, and he's saying that if you're in a crash when you are required to do a drug and alcohol test, and what are the ramifications if you refuse it? So first of all, it's governed by the 49 CFR 382, which is a statute that you know the government gives you that you have to do. In short, if you're in a crash that involves a fatality, you must be tested. So no matter what, if you're in an accident, no matter whose fault it is, and there's someone that died in it, you will be tested. This is true whether the crash was your fault or not, and whether you got a citation or not, and regardless of what the police or your carrier say about it. So it doesn't matter who says what, you will be tested. If there's no fatality... Fatality, sorry. You are required to be tested only if you are cited by the police for a moving violation. If you do not submit to testing in a timely way when it's required, you're in a violation of federal law. You also maybe open yourself to some evident, event, making presumptions against you. In other words, they can use evidence against you because you refuse to do the test in a timely manner. Well, especially. I know it. if you're in an accident and you, and they think it's your fault or they suspect something, they'll put you in handcuffs and they will prick your hair. They will draw blood out of you. I've seen that. So, you know, as far as the voluntary urine test, you're anytime you're asked in the trucking industry and you don't do it, I don't, I've had drivers tell me, that they, they they didn't realize they had to do it and blah, blah, blah. There, I don't care. There's no ignorance does not win in this case ever. Once you have a refusal, it's no different than a failure. It, a refusal means you failed. Just so you know that in the eyes of a trucking company, Correct. you're you're pretty screwed right. if, that, if that happens. I mean it. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's no fatality and you were just cited for the accident... You're, you have to still be tested, but you don't have to get tested immediately. You know, one of the other things that I've, I've noticed over my years in trucking, uh, when I was talking to a truck driver and you ask them, they'll, they'll, they'll say, um, they'll be telling you about themselves and then they'll mention that they were in an accident. This is like just somebody coming to work for your company, Right. And they'll and you'll ask them, well, have you been in any accidents at all in the last three to five years? And they'll say, yeah, I was in an accident. Um, and I'll, some of them will say, yeah, I just tapped the guy in the rear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They always say, I just ta- I just barely tapped him. Everybody says that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you ask them, well, do you have a police report? And then <laughs> they say, no, but I can get one. Drivers, can I give you some advice? Get one that day, or the as soon as you can get one, get one and keep it in your folder for five years, because when you go to get a really good job, they're gonna want to see that. They want to see it no matter what, no matter what. Yeah, don't don't play yourself. And don't play stupid. Yeah, don't play stupid. Honestly, uh, you know that that doesn't really flush with safety directors, and that could be the difference between you getting a good job. And you're getting some crappy job where the guy doesn't really care if he sees an accident mm-hmm. report or not. Trust me, that company that doesn't care if they see an accident report, 
you're not going to want to be there working anyways. No, because right now, remember the thing that's going up where all the drug and alcohol testings are being... The clearinghouse. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what, you're going to be starting to put in that database too. So you want to make sure that you, when you are in an accident, if you're in um, a fatality, you're no matter what going to get drug and alcohol tested. If you're in an accident that you only get cited for a moving violation... You still have to submit to the drug and alcohol testing, but it does not have to be submitted immediately, but you cannot refuse it. If you refuse it, they can use that against you. Now, if you're in a crash, what should you do with your cell phone? If you're in a wreck, someone's going to want to examine your phone to see if you're using it. That was led up to the crash. That's good. This includes talking or texting, streaming audio or video, or using any apps, including the GPS. So if you're using your your Google Maps for directions, they're going to see that. If you're using audio streaming, if you're using your Pandora or anything like that, they're going to they're going to want to know all this information. It is not illegal to do certain things with your phone while driving, but it's illegal to be distracted while driving. It's so, illegal to have them in your hand. So what you should do when you, with your phone, if you're in a wreck, immediately talk to your safety representative and lawyer about whether you should preserve your phone. If you were not doing anything wrong with the phone, preserving it proves so. So you're, what you're doing is you're, you're automatically saying, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I'm going to protect it right now to prove I wasn't doing anything but listening to my music or using it for GPS. I wasn't texting. I wasn't watching videos. This is one of the good arguments for the inward-facing cameras also. Exactly. I know a lot of people don't want them. I believe they're coming to the industry for a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. I can name some big companies now are getting them. This is crazy. But mm-hmm. um, go ahead. If you do not preserve it, the other side may suggest that you didn't because you were up to no good. In other words, if you didn't preserve it, if you didn't talk to safety or anybody and saying, I'm going to preserve my phone, they'll say, oh, he was watching a video. He was YouTubing, you know, or texting. So, and if that's the case, you need to let your safety director or lawyer know so that they can decide how to address the situation. Whatever you do, you do not want to get caught lying about your cell phone use. Here's, but here's the other thing. Can't. Can't they request from AT&T or whatever to know what exactly you were doing on your phone anyways at that specific time? They can. They can pull certain records. Sure but, they can. It, it's all But marked. here's the thing. Yeah, they can. But when you get your data, it, sometimes it might not tell them exactly what you're doing. Where, like AT&T, it will say data usage. It might not say, um, I was streaming audio from Pandora as my data instead of saying, oh... It was watching a video on the Netflix movie she was trying to um, yeah, gorge I herself think on. You, I don't think you know that. I really, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm I just, don't know, I, but, I, but I know when I see a bill and it says data, it I'm doesn't talking, break it down. I, I understand. I'm not talking about what you see. I'm talking about what AT&T would see. See, do you, you don't think the AT&T um, markings, they, they know everything. They, they have... They can tell if someone was talking or streaming or doing something at any time. It's all... I know that. But what I'm saying is that streaming, they might not be able to signify the difference between a video and um, audio, like just listening to Pandora or another music. Oh, I believe they can. And I don't know if they, if, I don't know if they could break it down per app, whether or not it was GPS or not. I don't know that. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, well, I, I believe that they can. I, okay. I believe that... If the guy had a Facebook app open, 
I believe that that time and it's all marked when you were on that Facebook app. In fact, I would, I would, if, if I was a betting man, and I'm not a betting guy. Okay. But if I was a betting person, I would bet high dollars, especially if you're streaming YouTube or Facebook or one of those apps that it could, it could be, it can be told. First off, if you destroyed your phone and burned it, I believe they can pull up because you know what happens when you transfer your phone from one phone to the other, all your apps and all the stuff you were during, doing transfers over. In fact, everything gets stored under the cloud and gets like even my notes. If I make a note on my iPhone, it pops up on my desktop. Okay. It all is connected together. And, and I believe 1,000 billion quadrillion percent that if you were on an app or you were doing something video watching, I 100% believe they can go right to the provider and the network and say, okay, here's what he was doing. I don't know. Boom. I don't know that. But I can tell you this because I was actually in this situation. See, we have where we pay for the larger cloud capacity. With iPhone, you only get five gigs. Like, you only get five. Well, if you have a phone that holds a lot and you're using it, that five goes fast, especially if you're a person that takes pictures or has music all in it. So nothing else is going to be stored on that cloud Cloud once you heat, we reach that capacity. It's all going to be on your phone. That's how a lot of people lose their information. That's why they get really upset. Why did I lose all that? Well, it's because your cloud storage wasn't holding anything else but all those videos you took of your dog. So... That's one thing I do know. Well, here's the other thing that that I know, okay, which is a lot more than you know. You know? Mm. No, I'm just kidding. But no, for real. I, first off, the number one thing about a tractor-trailer driver is you're not allowed to have a handheld device. No, you get tickets. While you're driving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right there, if you were somehow on... If they can prove that you were on an, a specific app or whatever the case is, or you were streaming something, you're screwed right there. That already is going to be evidence against you. So, look, let's be honest, okay? They're catching guys all the time for that same exact reason, texting and driving, streaming and driving, blah, 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 blah. If you get into an accident, you need to pray. Because if you were on your phone, you are screwed. I believe it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to hide that. Well, here's the thing. I if, wouldn't want to take the chance. If you have your tractor set up, where if you're a person that streams audio, if you're a person that streams XM through your phone, mm-hmm. then they have those stands that you can connect to. You know, not I don't want to say your dash, but that you can connect it to vents and stuff with your phone. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you're using something like that. You're not holding your phone then. And, and you, uh, you probably, I think you un- misunderstood me. I, I mean, obviously, you can stream music going down the road if you have it on a stand. They, they, there's nothing they can do. If, you, if you're at a truck stop and you, and, and, and in fact, if you have one of those phone holders on your dash, right, and you have voice command, play, you know, uh, Blue October or play uh, Led Zeppelin, whatever, and, and, and your, your phone will do it on your voice command. That, that there's, I believe that they can decipher from your music and your videoing. I'm talking about video streaming. I'm not I, talking about listening to music. Well, I'm just saying when we we're speaking back there, you kind of made it sound 
you know, we already know that there's there's tickets for ha- holding your phone and using a handheld device. If you're one that does use your phone for a lot of different things, make sure that you have it in a stand. Yes. And that it stays clipped in that stand because you don't want to get caught with it in your hand while you're going down the road. Do you remember the guy that had his phone taped to, to the, the steering wheel yeah. and he was streaming a live soccer game? Right. Okay, well, that's what I'm getting at. If don't you, be that guy. You don't, even if you put it put it in a stand where it's legally on your desk, you're not allowed to stream a soccer game. You're not allowed to stream Facebook while you're going down the road and be watching that stuff. It's, this is not allowed to do that. And so, and all I'm really saying is I believe that the authorities, or not the authorities, but the people that run those companies can go in there and go, he was playing music, he's good. As long, you know, and then the cops could say, yeah, it wasn't in his hand. Okay, nothing they could do. Or he was on YouTube. He's screwed. If they could pinpoint YouTube. There's a timestamp for all that stuff, right, Dan? I know that there's a data timestamp. Absolutely. With a lot of things. But I'm just saying, err on the side of caution where you don't, you want to make sure that you're as cautious as possible when it comes to that stuff. Protect your own, you know, protect yourself. Yeah. This is your, your yeah. license. Yeah, don't. Don't stream videos. You're, no, you're, you're an idiot if you do. Right. But right, true. last but not least, um, are you required to cooperate with the motor carrier's attorney when you've been in a crash? Like if you're in an accident, the lawyer that represents the company you work for, are you legally required to cooperate with them? Probably not. But in most circumstances, you probably should. The lawyer should be looking out not only for the motor carrier's best interest, but for yours as well. But if you feel that you are not being represented properly, after all, there can be an internal conflict. Um, you want to have a, you want to ask them to get you a separate lawyer because that lawyer is mainly wanting to deal with the company and proving the company's best interest at heart, whether or not you are at fault or not at fault. So, even though they might be doing the best that they can you still might want to get your own lawyer just to make sure that your interests are best at heart. You know, also, I mean, there's some other things that they say, you know, if you're in an accident, obviously take pictures. Yes. I mean, honestly, and, and first off, I mean, there's actually a lot more advice that you can give somebody. First off, when you get in an accident, the first thing you need to do is look around before you get out of your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you something. People... Even bystanders that are getting out to help get run over and get killed. Mm-hmm. And you hear, I, I bet you every week in this country, some innocent bystander gets killed because an accident happened. He gets out and boom, he gets killed. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you want to do is make sure where your surroundings before you even do anything. Stop, pause, gather your thoughts. Well, uh, I'm, I'm cutting you off. I That's know. Right, I'm sorry. Especially if you end up getting around some electrical downlines. I was going to talk about yeah, electrical because downlines. Because if you, there's a lot of people that get electrocuted because they knock over a line, a pole or anything like that. And the next thing you know, they get electrocuted just trying to get out of their vehicle. Well, they, and what it is is, and, and I didn't know this, but we actually had a pod about back in 2015 or 16 about that exact same thing. When you get out of your vehicle, if you're near a down power line, in fact, if you're near, if there's a down power line touching your car or on the ground, especially near water, or it's damp out, don't get out of your car. Mm-mm. They say the only way you can get out is to put both feet on the ground simultaneously at the exact same time, and that grounds you. Mm-hmm. If one foot is up in the air, you're fried. 
Yeah, Did you know they, that? Well, they have to be able to come out at certain times. And depending on what shoes you're wearing, yeah. depends on whether or not it's going to go through you or bounce around. Yeah. So your best bet is if you see a down power line, if you're not sure. Stay in your car. Stay in your car. You call 911 and you tell them there's a down power line. You can visually see it, but you don't know if it's alive or not because sometimes they're dead and you don't know that. Well, and you don't want to take a chance. No, 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 no. But, I don't need and, a perm. <laughs> well, you're not getting a perm. You're getting killed. And And, and the bottom line with that is is that happens a lot more it than does. people think it does. Especially, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many poles we've, over the years here in Citrus County, lost our power because somebody took out a pole. Mm-hmm. Well, you you run through a pole and then go to get out because that line is down. You, you could be fried on the spot, and that does. there's no mercy. Your, your head will pop off. Well, here with drivers, I mean, you're, there's a line that's not up where it should be and as your tractor goes under it your smokestack or whatever might grab it and pull it and next thing you know this power line's wrapped around your cab i think that the bottom line on the on the power lines is a neutral line i think that one of the power guys i was talking to was telling me that's the one the squirrels run on that's a smart squirrel well that's a that's that line i don't think is live it's the ones that are above that uh, and, and again, guys, don't take my advice and go, yep, Troy said that one's good. I can touch it. No, no, you don't touch any line because Troy doesn't know for sure if he's right is what I was told is the bottom one is an, is the neg- is the ground wire. Um, again, that was on a guy that works for uh, one of the power companies here in Florida told me that. Don't take my word for it, okay? And, no, because and, sometimes I don't think you can tell which one's the bottom one. And I've been wrong before. So Many times. No, before. Yeah. Well, I was wrong before. A lot, yeah. Like Anyways, fifteen minutes. Okay, ago, so here's before. some more. Here's some more advice. Okay, take the pictures. Pictures. Take pictures. Okay, whether you're right or wrong, take pictures. Okay, uh, because many times, some people, we we were just talking to a guy the other day. He was uh, a driver, and he was in stop traffic. And you know, like some people get on the berm and try to start passing everybody, just to get around everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy was flying down the road, so he kind of put his truck out there a little bit so the guy couldn't get around him. Guy runs into him. Barely. So the police come. He said, we're all just standing there. Everything is great. All of a sudden, an ambulance pulls up, and the guy faints. Boom. So if you would have had this guy on video, maybe, Mm -hmm. standing around laughing and joking around, and then immediately when the ambulance comes... You might be able to prove what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you now it's just hearsay. Oh, when the ambulance came, he fainted, Your Honor. Well, show me the video. There is no video. So take pictures. Take pictures of the damage because some places and some people will will. I I've had a car dealer once tell me when I knew somebody that was in an accident. <laughs> Literally, this is a car dealer told me this. I ain't gonna tell you who it was. It was a new car dealer, and I I knew a person that was in an accident. I called down. To this place, and I said, "Hey, um, this person that I know was in an accident. Here's their vehicle." They said, well, "Was it totaled?" I said, "I don't know." They said, "We'll have the record towed here. I'll make sure that it's totaled." Hmm. That was his. He literally said that. He said, "Just get it to me, and I and I promise you, it will be totaled." And what they were going to do was hit it more or whatever. They were going to make sure there was more damage. Than, than was not, is, is what the impression I got. So take pictures. Mm-hmm. Take pictures. You don't know who's honest and who's not. Well, you, not only that, but, you know, when they, when even though they try and block off everything, you know, but 
with before the police come, you know, and when the police come before the investigation starts, they try to block to where nothing, you know, like they say, don't even move anything that you know, like the smashed headlight, the bumper that's sitting on the ground. They don't want you to move anything because they use all that evidence. But take pictures of it because you don't know if some stupid person is just going to go and start dragging it away. And you're like, wait, 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 no, we need to keep that there because that shows that I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, someone might try and move the vehicle, do anything at all. Don't take pictures of all of it because you want to make sure that everything is there before anybody comes to start investigating it so that you can give them your pictures to prove where you were not at fault or where you weren't 100 percent at fault, whatever the case might be that way. So here's another thing that I was told. Now, there's two other, a couple things. Um, back when I went to school, I went to a trucking school after my grandfather died. And uh, I got, um, it was in Philly. They taught us that if you come on the scene of an accident, you are obligated to block that accident and protect the people as a tractor trailer driver. This is what we were told. I think a lawyer told us that that is not true. You don't have to. I'd like to know, truly, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I may know quite a bit over the years, but I've never gotten a real stipulation on that. Is it true? Does a trucker, is he obligated to help? I know if you're out in the Gulf of Mexico, the rule is if, you're broke, if a, there's a boater broke down, you have to give him tow. If you don't give him tow, you can get in trouble because the guy could die out there. Mm-hmm. If you're coming by and the guy flags you down, you have to assist. Is that the case with trucking? I'd like to know the rule on that. And then there was one other thing that um, I remember reading this. Somebody said, when you get into an accident, whether it's your fault or not, don't go over to the victims and start saying, I'm sorry. Don't apologize. No, for never. Because even you don't, I'll tell you what, I was talking to a trucker the other day. He was trying to pull into a weigh scale and all of a sudden there's a lady underneath him. He thought at first it was his fault, right? And I guess they looked at the video and and here the lady came flying over and cut right into the guy. And at first he would have almost admitted it was his fault because he didn't see the lady, Mm -hmm. right? And the video proved to him. That it was. Now, what if he there wouldn't have been video or whatever the case is that the cops ended up giving her the ticket, right? What if what if that would have been, okay, you get out of the car and say, oh, I'm really sorry, I didn't see you. I'm really sorry. That would have been his job. The mm-hmm. company wouldn't have had to pay her. All the other crap, all because he got out and started admitting it was his fault and didn't even realize it wasn't so his you fault. Nev- you never you say, don't, you're sorry. You don't know. Just because you think something might be your... Now, if you're driving it like an a-hole, it's probably your fault. But when you get into an accident and you think, well, I think that was my fault, don't you don't know that. So the advice is don't go admitting fault, number one. Don't go apologizing, number two. Now, I say assist and help people, mm-hmm. okay? Always help people. Uh, be a, a a human, dang it! Um, but don't admit fault. Don't get into an argument. Don't get into a fight, and uh, and and don't you know offer anything that's going to incriminate you. And also, they're lawyers. I was going. You were talking about the company lawyer. Well, a lot of times you'll get a phone call from their insurance company or their lawyer asking you your side. You're better off letting the company lawyer handle all this. Mm-hmm. You really are. Okay, truly you are. If you're a professional driver, act like a professional out there. 
And 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 honestly, you probably won't be at fault at many accidents if you do things the correct way. Right. Yeah. That's really my advice there, Ruth. Then what else you got? You you got any more things that they should consider when? No, we pretty much covered all of them. Yeah. When in an accident. Mm-hmm. Yep. So protect yourself. Yep. Don't ins- don't incriminate your own self by by doing things like I'm sorry or anything like that. Um, take tons of pictures. Do not erase your phone off. Call safety immediately and ask what they would want you to do with your phone so that no one on the other side can sit there and accuse you of doing something ridiculous. And, you know, just use your mind. This is your your license and your life because if something seriously happened from that accident, you don't want to end up in jail for something that really wasn't your fault, but because you didn't handle it the way you should have, they were able to catch it on you. And just so you guys know... The definition of a DOT recordable accident is any time a vehicle, whether yours or the other party, is towed, if there's an injury, or if there's a death. That's considered DOT recordable. Now, you have preventable and non-preventable also. If it wasn't your fault, you're in good shape, okay? But if it was your fault, you're probably in quite a bit of trouble, okay? And here's the other thing that I would tell you. A lot of guys get hurt. In an accident in Florida, you have, I think it's 15 days now. You used to be able to sue up till whenever, a year later, go, oh, I think my neck's still hurting from that accident. I'm going to sue them people. I think in Florida now, you have like 15 days to report your injury. There's a certain small period now you have. And so my advice would be, if you're hurt at an accident, you don't know if that's actually could be worse than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even feel the full extent of an accident until the next day or two mm-hmm. when when the shock and 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 you start all of a sudden you're all swelled up the next yeah, day the and you're muscles like, the muscles tense up so fast and that's how you get whiplash and then the exactly. next day when your muscles are trying to relax that's when you're feeling it but my advice though Ruth Ann, is if if you're hurting and they want to assist you many guys get prideful and they're like no I don't need any I don't need to do that I'll walk it off my knees just a little yeah, sore right now no, okay. get your knee looked at yeah get it seriously get it looked at because it could be the difference of you not only suffering but having to spend a lot of money out of your own pocket years mm-hmm. later when their insurance company or your company insurance could have taken care of it Get it looked at. I'm right. telling you. In fact, if you're in the union, you get fired if you don't get it looked at. Oh, sure. you remember that time that I was driving for that union company in, in Reading? Oh, they got mad at you? Well, they got mad. I didn't even realize that I was a young driver, and I had an accident, not a vehicle accident, an accident where the forklift dropped something, and a pallet went through my hand. I remember that big piece of wood? It went right through my hand. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it out, and I wrapped it up with a rag. And I kept working for the rest of the day. Well, the people there reported it to my company. Yeah, your driver's bloody. He's got a bloody hand, a piece of palomine. We tried to, you know, see if he needed to go to the hospital, and he wouldn't. My company called me, had me call in on the Qualcomm or whatever it was back then, and they said, uh, were you injured? I said, that was nothing. And they said, to the hospital now. And next time you'd be terminated. I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I did not know. You their their rule was you will get checked out for the littlest thing. Right. So and I wasn't in the union young but or long, but that was one of their rules. So I would tell you drivers, um, most companies would want you to get looked at because yes. they don't want to have something down the road come back. Yeah. Because 
you know, that's how lawsuits can come back at them, whether it be right. anything. If or it's from the, you. Right. The mm-hmm. smallest little injury can end up being something really big and you don't know it. You've seen, we've seen it. A, a, a smack in the elbow can be a chipped bone and, and it won't ever heal and it could be serious and inflamed and surgery and you never know. Well, how many drivers have come back and sued the company when they could have probably been fixed a lot easier by getting it taken care of right away? Exactly. Right. So anyways... That's any any uh, my little bit of advice in on your pod. Do you Thank have any you. do you have anything else? No, just protect yourself drivers. Protect yourself, do the right thing in the accident and try not to get in an accident. That's the best way to do it. Exactly. All right, we're out of here. Peace. Peace, praise the Lord. Attention all truckers, if you're looking for a new job, call NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and most important, a great steady income week after week after week because they are owned by their own product. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076.